You're listening to the Work Utopia podcast, brought to you by WorkUtopia.com. This premier podcast is dedicated to bringing you the best advice and strategies on hiring amazing people, building a great company culture, and having a happy and fulfilling career. And now, here's your host, Alexander Lauren. Hey, it's Alexander here. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you don't know already, I'm an executive recruiter. Started in 2005, so that means 12 years. 12 years in the field of recruiting and talent acquisition. So this podcast, Work Utopia, it's for owners, executives, human resources, and you know, really any professional that cares about their career and, and what it takes to be great. So, hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, today is a wonderful day. It's uh, March the 29th. It's episode three. And uh, what's going on today? What's going on today? I just, I love the weather. The weather's turning around. I guess it's officially spring. But for me, spring is when I can pack up the coats. That's when spring really starts. And it's, spring is a wonderful tra- time to transition. Uh, such, such a great time. There's this vibe and this energy and this new growth. I just, I just love it. So you know what? Milk it. Milk it. If you're feeling good, do, do good. Plan some great things. I just love the time of year. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so everything's good. My kids are pretty good. I was thinking about my, my little one. I have a four-year-old, and uh, recently he had to have some dental surgery. He had some, um, some bad teeth. It uh, wasn't a good scene. So we had to get him sedated so all this dental work could be done. And boy, oh boy, he was a trooper. He handled it, no problem. And boy, he came. we came home and after an hour, he was just up and at it, full of piss and vinegar. I'll tell you, children are so resilient. They're so resilient. You know, I'm watching this guy. He's all over the place. He's like the little Tasmanian devil. With a halo, of course. And, uh, you know, he's just amazing. He's all over the place. And I just think to myself, wow, the energy that these little kids have, it, it just it blows my mind away. And they're not, they're not, um, how do I put it? They're not uh, bogged down by their mind and their discomforts. You know, it wasn't like, whoa, me, I had dental surgery. Whoa, me, I have bad teeth. There's none of that. It's just like fun, 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 fun. Anyways, I, I love it. I just, I love his resilience. It's, it's fantastic. It's a great thing about having children. You, you just see their growth and uh, their awesomeness, I guess. Okay, so yeah, this podcast, right. Um, so <laughs> a couple of days ago in my introductory podcast, I just really talked about myself and you know, it's still, I still have the early days on my recruiting career on my mind. And my topic today was, was really about leadership. And, and I was thinking about some of the phenomenal leaders that I've encountered through uh, recruiting and, and helping them build their teams. Uh, so many amazing people. And, you know, how our mind wants to work is we want to, our mind wants to go to the bad stuff right away. And we've got these these crazy minds, don't we? It's just like let's let's go to the bad stuff. What what did I hear once? That positive thoughts 
stick like Teflon and positive thoughts stick like Velcro. Something like, something, something like that. So I want to pay homage to all those great leaders, all those wonderful people I've talked to. There was one particular guy going on the negative. Um, but, you know, you could, see it, you could see these people as teachers, right? So there's this one particular guy. Uh, I was um, finding him sales executives. And, you know, great company, a lot of outs, uh, upside and, you know, really great opportunity. And I found this really fantastic sales rep, such a positive fellow. Uh, boy, it was just the kind of fellow you just want to be friends with right away. You know, really good outlook on life, really, really great personality. So I hooked the, the two of them up together and uh, boy, everything was just so nice. It was so nice. It was so wonderful. And I remember, you know, there was multiple conversations, but that one particular conversation I had with the hiring manager, you know, we're debriefing. He was a, he was a sales manager. We were debriefing and we were talking about salary. And during the interview, the sales manager was told the candidate that the salary was going to be, the base salary was going to be $120,000. And when I was discussing this with the sales manager during our debrief, he told me that he was going to make the client a candidate an offer, but was going to be offering them, this person, $110,000 on a base salary. So I brought to his attention, I'm like, well, I had talked to so-and-so and it was, you had mentioned $120,000. And this guy says to me, well, he's not working, is he? Because this the candidate was not employed at the time. I think he was a couple of months removed from a, from a position. It doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad candidate if you're just looking you might just happen to be a really smart candidate. Anyways, this um, this sales manager really floored me by it. So it was almost like he was punishing the candidate and really basically lying to the candidate during the interview. So I thought to myself, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I went to the candidate and I was like, listen, um, he's going to offer you $110,000. You know, so Hey, awesome salary. And that's just the base. You know, you double it, triple it, whatever. Um, but the candidate was like, oh, my goodness. It was like a major red flag. And it was a huge red flag. It was a red flag for me. It was a red flag for the candidate. And it was a real major turnoff for the candidate that he was told one thing and then, you know, then another thing. So there was some consistency there. And um, I didn't tell the candidate what he had said he about you know he's not working he'll take the job you know and which was true like the candidate loved the company the candidate wanted a job and um i mean he was going to take it he needed it but still you you just you just don't do that sort of thing you don't do that sort of thing anyways the candidate reluctantly took the job and wouldn't you know it four months the candidate lasted four months. He just couldn't work with the person anymore. Like the relationship was ruined right away. You know, in retrospect, he shouldn't have taken the offer, I guess. 
But um, I think he was, because he was such a positive individual, he was just trying to make the best of it. But it was the sales, the sales manager completely blew it. And I think it was like one of the more, the more, more shameful things that I had, you know, participated in. And uh, I don't know, I don't have an excuse. Maybe it's just because I was early on in my career. I'd never been in this situation before, but I, I probably should have told the candidate that, you know, he had mentioned that you weren't working, so you'll take less money sort of thing. It just, you know, I didn't, it was an awkward situation, but perhaps if I would have said that, the candidate wouldn't have taken the job and the candidate would have found a better job, which they wouldn't have had to like, you know, quit. Anyways, that sales manager did not last either with the company. I don't know how long that, that person was with the company. I think they were there another year. But, you know, if you don't have what it takes, if you are like, I don't know, uh, how do I put it? If you're not a good person or if you're going to lie, then, I mean, you're not going to make it. You're just not going to make it. I don't care about all these people and what they say, you know, you have to like cheat to achieve or some garbage like that. No, not at all. I mean, you can't get good from putting out bad. It's just a you know, it just defies nature. Good comes to you if you put out good. If you put out bad, bad comes to you. And we're going to talk about a few traits that um, that I came across for, you know, really some great traits for really effective leaders. So, I mean, this fellow obviously didn't didn't have it. I, you know, I, I don't know what, what they're doing now. But, uh, I mean, that was just like one example, <laughs> one terrible example that uh, struck to my mind. So, the best companies, like they have the best leaders, right? Obviously, the best companies have the best talent. You know, I, I, I've worked so, so often in sales, and in sales you see a lot of people not lasting. You know, the, the turnover is really high. Uh, with uh, vice presidents or sales managers, it's really high, the turnover. And... Um, why is that? Why is that? There's a lot of failure. There's a lot of finger pointing. I'm, I, I'm really not too sure. But I think that model is, I think that's going to change. Once cult, great companies, well, they become great companies by creating great cultures and cultivating great leadership. So I think once those things are in place, then you'll see people not jumping around every three or so years or every two years. So I think everything's going to change because there's more of an emphasis on, on, on keeping your talented people. And you want to keep people. Absolutely. So I, I came across this, this little video uh, from Forbes. And they had four, four traits of a, of a great leader. So here's four. I'm sure that there's multiple traits. Uh, but here you go. Here's four. So a great leader will delegate. They'll practice delegation. And I guess, you know, what that boils down to is trusting other people. You know, if you have some goals, you have some company goals, you have some a vision, you have th things in mind that you want to accomplish, you know, you need other, you need the help of your team. So you have to put your trust in your, put the trust in your team to get the job done. You know, that works, you know, on a team, even personally, I, that's something that I'm actually working on right now. I'm, I, I'm, I'm tr trying to approach goal setting differently and one aspect 
that's a little new to me is the component of your goal is to, you know, add that component of delegation, you know, because for me, I just like, I just want to do everything myself. And I don't know why that is. Maybe a, is there a trust thing there? I don't know. I think I generally trust people, but I, I just want to get the job done. I know I can get the job done. But if you, you know, if you can delegate and, and have some faith in others, you know, that'll go a long way. So I'll keep you up to date on, on my on my progress on that. Uh, number two, communication. Of course, of course, great leaders can communicate. You know, great leaders can make you understand what they're trying to say for one. You know, uh, great leaders are like authentic. They're authentic people, you know. And one of the things that I most admire about anyone I work with is, you know, being direct. I love people who are direct. It's, you know, that's a form of great communication. Just being direct. You know, there's no guessing. There's no games involved. You, you, you understand. Even when I receive rejection, you know, as a recruiter, I get a lot of rejection. But I'm really grateful that they're just rejecting me and they're being direct about it. You know, instead of playing this game where I have to chase and, you know, I'm told one thing and another thing. No, 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 no. That's just that's poor communication. So being direct. Awesome. It's just awesome when people are direct. I love those people. Uh, enthusiasm. You know, people love being around positive, enthusiastic people. They do. And it's really not that hard. You know, you have to get over yourself, of course. But be upbeat. Be enthusiastic. People want to be around. It's it's contagious. If I'm around positive people, I'm a positive person. If I'm around negative people, I'm a negative person. Right? It's so it's really obvious. And I have learned in my life that if I wake up on the wrong side of bed, it's really easy. It's easy what I have to do. I just need to fake it. You know, fake it till you make it, baby. Just fake it. No one knows. You could be miserable. Something bad could have happened to you or whatever. You know, you focus on the positive and you just pretend. You pretend that you pretend that you're God, you know, you pretend that you've created the world and you're awesome and, and you love life. Just pretend. All right. Uh, the final one is accountability. You know, and that's really about you know being ethical and responsible, you know, keeping and keeping your word. Don't you know, don't don't make promises you can't keep. Don't give a wrong information you know like that fellow that i spoke of was that really ethical was that a responsible thing to do wasn't it's not good it's not good so be accountable how hard is that it's not hard at all it's not hard at all it's just something you have to practice so that's it i'll just leave you with those four traits so so there you go delegation communication enthusiasm accountability and you know, if you are a leader and you're listening and you you think that maybe you're lacking in one area, you know, I would challenge you. Just pick one. Pick one and practice it. And, you know, even take a journal like at the end of the day or after you're done in a, in a certain situation where you, you didn't really utilize your trait. You know, escape somewhere and write it down what happened and how you responded and then write down. What could you do next time? I guarantee if you continue to do that on a regular basis and you want to improve in one category, 
that's what you do. You just you're mindful of it. You're writing it down, and you're understanding what you could do better. And then you'll that opportunity will come, and bang, you'll be doing it. I promise you, it'll work. Do it. Do it. All right. So that's it. There's some traits on leadership. So I bid you a farewell and have a great day. And thanks for tuning in. And we'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Work Utopia podcast. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and connect with Alexander on LinkedIn. If your company or organization is looking for an executive recruiter, contact Alexander on LinkedIn or via email at alex at workutopia.com.